0: Sometimes you need to take control to make a difference. That's why with FlexPath from Capella University, you're in control. Set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move at a pace that works for you. Discover a different way forward at capella.edu. Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself.
2: 401 0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213 401 0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci fi radio programming anywhere 24 365.
3: The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show.
2: And welcome to the XOne, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the XOne Broadcast Network. Let me see the Talkstar Radio Network, Radio X across Europe, and TalkStream Live. If you'd like to send us an email, studio at exxoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our main website where you can find out what we're doing, what we have done, what we intend on doing, at com. Before I get to my guest this hour, one quick, very simple question. All right. How would you like to be part of UFO history? That's all I'm going to say. And if you would like to be part of UFO history, go to wwwcubesat for disclosure. That's disclosure.com. You know, Christmas is right around the corner. I guess I don't have to tell you that. There's enough Christmas jingles and enough advertising all over the place. You can't go down a street where there's stores without seeing signs for Christmas. I've got nine grandchildren. I have six children. Christmas has always been a very special kind of a year around our household, But like many people, at times, Christmas can be stressful. So we've asked a stress expert to join us this hour. Rich Wessenberg is going to join us to talk about a very stressful Christmas resiliency and uh, basically how uh, how we can reduce some of this stress. We're going to be talking about treasures of the believing heart this hour. And uh, first of all, Rich, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show with us tonight. And my gosh, you had enough stress of your own today just getting to your hotel.
4: I did, Rob. You know, it's always great when you can practically apply (laughs) what you talk about. So when you walk talk, it makes it a lot easier.
2: Why do you think, Rich, in the year 2016, when everything is much more technologically advanced, that the holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever the holiday is, are more stressful than ever?
4: You know, I think there's so much buildup and hype in, 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 in our day and time. Mm-hmm. Maybe things were simpler in other eras. But today, you know, we're kind of in an era of instant gratification. And But at the end of the day, some things just never change, like stress. What I'm really saying, there's a lot of different forms to it, but there was stress also in the old days. But I think today there's just so much more coming at us. It's not just a matter of going to the store and maybe shopping for something. Now we've got many alternatives. We can go online.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: We've got the Black Friday now. We've got all these different things. And really, I think what gets, causes the stress is we lose sight of, of really the reasons why we're doing the things we're doing. And I think we can get caught up in the hype just like anything else. And so uh, these things, in essence, are a temptation to us. And, and we just got to really learn how to manage these things that tug at our hearts.
2: It seems that the holidays have become open-door windows of opportunity for retailers. And, you know, Black Friday, God, I remember when I was a kid where there was no such thing as a Black Friday uh, sale. There weren't this sale, that sale, this sale, that sale. And things seemed to be a lot a lot more civilized back then in the good old days. And yet, with all these new technological advances like you were talking about, it You know, I I wouldn't imagine the stress factor should be so high. And yet, apparently, it's higher than it was then in the good old days.
4: So true. And it's taken its toll on the individuals, too. Mm -hmm. We really see a lot of high incidences of depression. Um, You know, uh, really terrible things can happen. But I think at the end of the day, uh, we've seen over time that the buildup of Christmas in this time of year... Um, for a lot of people has just been such a like, like I said the build up to it and, and and then high expectations and I think really all of this can lead to if we're not really living a balanced mind balanced heart mm-hmm. and keeping things in moderation we just go too extreme and, I, and that's like the Black Friday situations or you, you see some of these movies under Arnold Schwarzenegger and they're battling through the door to get yeah. this special doll for the kid and these kinds of things, it's really, uh, really silliness. But we can get caught up in it. It's all of us can get tempted down these roads. And I think that's where the key is: is that, you know, w- really what what should be our first motivation and why we're doing the things we're doing, so we don't get caught up in looking that foolish.
2: Rich, stand by. We've got to take our first break. Exxon Nation. Rich Wessenberg is our very special guest. He's a resilience expert and the author of the world best-selling book treasures of the believing heart and if you'd like to find out more about rich www.tatepublishing.com forward slash bookstore we'll be back after this break don't go away
3: Aloha, and I'll see you in Mystical Maui.
2: How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.KnowTheName.com. That's www.KnowTheName.com. And welcome back, everyone. This is The X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell. Rich Wessenberg is our special guest. His website is Treasures of the Believing Heart com and he is the author of Treasures of the Bleeding Heart. Rich, what was your inspiration to write this great book?
5: Well,
4: when I first started uh, putting this together, I was teaching my kids. Um, as a former minister, my wife and I, it was just our habits at night when we mm-hmm. put our kids there down for bed to give them a little lesson from the Bible. And But my background also in marketing and business was a topic that I've always been interested was believing. And so uh, I ended up teaching my kids with little lessons and also put something in about believing. And as that journey was going on, Rob, I uh, I ended up learning a lot more than I ever knew about this. As uh, I was working with my kids and I also would train salespeople. And so that kind of set the framework. And I was like, yeah. man, I got to sit down and write all this down. And through that journey, what made it really special, Rob, was every chapter in my book is really something new I learned about believing that I never knew before And like uh, the other segments, that relationship of core values to our outcomes, uh, core values, principles, purpose, that is, to me, is what has been an exciting revelation in seeing the greatness of, uh, uh, of what believing can play in our lives.
2: My personal belief is that belief is the strongest power in the universe. If you believe in something, it will happen. Well, so true.
4: And I've studied so many books on selling, on positive thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Dale Carnegie, one of my favorite all times, I would just work the heck out of underline every sentence he wrote in the book. Uh, But also my journey, I learned studying biblical principle, and I saw that a lot of, really, every time a truth at work, like you said, you know, if you believe it's going to happen, and I'm like, yep, Rob. That's documented. That's a biblical principle documented back since antiquity. And I think that's what makes my book special. That's what's kind of underscored me as a resiliency expert in that believing, how big a role that plays in our lives. And if you do believe it is a law, positively or negatively, and so we want to draw, obviously, the positive side, but we also want to be aware of the um, negative sides of it and uh, take full advantage to live the kind of life we want to live.
2: Rich, besides uh, getting a copy of your book, which I hope everybody does, how can people listening tonight who find themselves on the negative side of life, how can they, how can you help them to get to the other side?
4: Well, I would tell them that one of the great truths, biblically, is the goodness. Goodness and being thankful. And really, deeper even... The goodness of God is what changes a person's heart. We've got to be thankful and, um, and and appreciative, and that's where it's got to start. And in our journey for for the actual functioning of our hearts, if we're so crowded with disappointment, with failure, and like we talked about previous, if we're just so concentrated on ourselves. Or we're looking at others and saying, man, I wish I was that person, and look at that, and woe is me. That's not how it rolls, really. Like you said before, it's a law. And so what we need to recognize is that all I need to do is change on my inside. And how to get over that hump is start thinking, like we said, positively. Mm -hmm. To me, it'd be like recognizing that, you know, good things can happen. And that, you know what, not everybody is evil in this world. There are good people. Yeah. And well, then that journey starts to open up the individual, and you start trusting, and you start giving in doors of opportunity, which I believe are spiritual, that I believe life is spiritual, meant to be lived by believing. And then we see power start even taking greater opportunities where we never thought we'd go before.
2: Do you think there are people listening tonight who are afraid that, that they would be successful, and that would create a whole new list of challenges for them that they just don't think they're ready for?
4: You know, uh, I, I do. And, and I, you know, fear has its uh, so many ways and shapes and forms, the fear of success.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But I, I think the key would be is, you know, uh, we want to, you know, God would never give us more than we couldn't handle, but some people sometimes do fail with success. Yeah. And, and I, I think really it's got to come back to, um, you know, staying balanced. Even if we don't have success, we've got to have moderation, all things, you know, too much of anything can destroy you. And so uh, success, taking it in perspective, taking in hand of what we could do. And I think the greater part of success is, is that really, you know, I always looked at as better than any take home paycheck was when somebody else looked at me and said, thank you. You know, I'm better for that. Thank you. I, uh, You know, this really helped me out. And when we help another individual on this planet, we, 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 to me, Rob, that, that is where people then who are on the receiving end of it and dealing with success, to me, that's going to keep them grounded from getting into all the problems that success can bring.
2: One of the saddest things that I've learned over the many years that I've had the opportunity of speaking to different people around the world is that, they look at failure as the end of their attempt. And I've always looked at failure as a lesson to success.
4: Oh, so true. Yeah. It's like the old uh, poem, uh, it's the rocks in the brook that make the brook sing. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that phrase, even trial and error. Yeah, We've got to try things out. We cannot be afraid. Para- fear is, causes paralysis. And the fear, again, of, wow, you know, uh, 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 problems, stress, you know, failure, you know, uh, we can't live our lives that way. And at the same time, we can live with moderation, though, and not put ourselves in harm's way. But the thing that, you know, getting back to is that, hey, you know what, it's all about trying to reach our full potential, what we can be in this lifetime. And so few people ever really blossom in what, what, what their calling is to do. And that's really what we want to do is walk out there and and, and and let our own individual light shine, but not from an egotistical perspective, but from a perspective that leads our life into significance that, hey, you know what? If it was making a little flower area in a park and that was the best impact you made on that light in this world, then that's beautiful. You know, it, it's not the grandness of the thing. It's that's right. me. It's 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 where your heart was at in what you did.
2: And so many people miss that very simple message in life. And another favorite saying of mine is life is simple. Humans complicated.
4: So true. You know, we can, we can overthink
5: everything. Can't we?
2: We sure can. And that, that is something that many, many people do. I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. Well, there's gotta be something wrong with it. It's too simple. The answer can't be that simple. Like, does one-on-one one really equal two? And yeah, like, come on, the answers are right in front of us. The world is right in front of us. The examples are right in front of us. The wonders are right in front of us. All we have to do is open our eyes, open our hearts, and say, wow, what's next?
4: So true. Uh, the world is such a beautiful place, a great opportunity, and the people that are in it you you know, we take the time to learn from others and, and give to others. Yes, mm-hmm. this is going to be a path where we're going to grow as individuals. And at the same time, we're going to receive back getting the opportunity to uh, receive things that we may have never even counted on. And so life is an exciting journey that we don't want to, you know, uh, be fearful about, but walk out at it and make every moment count.
2: Speaking about life being an interesting journey, what's up next for you, Rich? What do you got planned?
4: Well, um, you know, I, I definitely have been working on another book, and um, that has been an aspect for me uh, outside of the media work that I've done. I've, mm-hmm. I, this holiday time keeps me extremely busy with uh, book signings and um, doing shows like this. But uh, I really look forward to getting that completed Looking at taking it even deeper from what I started with the first book. Um, Obviously, with social media, I've had great opportunities around the world at different churches, be it in uh, religious seminars where my book is being used. Mm -hmm. And also, um, boy, one of the biggest things that happened this year was a church out in Kenya where they had a youth leadership uh, weekend and they just taught from every chapter of my book. And so, Boy, it's been an exciting ride, and I just like the things we talked about. Uh, my heart is to try to help and share with the abilities that I've learned, and you know what, Rob? Even spending, not even, but spending time with just a great person like yourself, I learn and grow, and together we can help others along the way.
2: And I buy you, my friend. Let our listeners know where they can get your book, and uh, share share words of wisdom. What are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight, Rich?
4: You bet. Um, you can get my book. Uh, you mentioned the website all over, already, but you can get it online. If you're a shopper online, Amazon, Wordery, uh, it's at Christian book. It's even, you know, in electronic ebook form.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, you can also, if you're in the United States, any bookstore you can walk into and you can order it if it's not already on the shelf. Uh, but, um, you know, the words of wisdom that I'd like to really say during this holiday time is, you know, the holidays are a beautiful time. And We've learned, you know, through this time of year of giving, and I love that principle of giving. Biblically, giving is receiving. Um, God gave His only begotten Son. And to me, I look at these things of giving, and one of the great principles is give with a cheerful heart, not out of necessity, not because you owed it to somebody, but because you just wanted to help somebody else. To me, that's going to make the holiday special, and you know what? At the end of the day, like you said, great power and belief, you're going to get something on the receiving end back that you never saw coming. And that's what really keeps, you know, that extra little spark, that little extra Mm -hmm. hop, that little extra grin you have on your face when you show up the next day to face this world.
2: Rich, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. A great pleasure talking to you Uh, to you and your family from our family and the XO Nation. A very Merry Christmas, and may you all be blessed with smiles, happiness, love, and joy.
4: Thank you, Rob. God's blessings to you and your family and all those wonderful grandchildren. You are a mighty man, blessed so mightily.
2: Thank you, my friend. Take care and Merry Christmas.
4: Merry Christmas, Rob.
2: Exonation, Nation, Rich Wessenberg has been our guest this hour. And if you'd like to get a copy of Rich's book, Treasures of the Believing Heart.tateauthor.com.
0: relationships business and money and abundance challenges quickly receive her best-selling book secret to everything at no cost by going to secret forward slash x zone that's right transformation can start now just go to secret dot forward slash x zone and receive dr kimberly's book for free
2: Right, Exo Rich Wessenberg is our special guest this hour. He's the author of Treasures of the Believing Heart. He is a resiliency expert, and his website is www.treasuresofthebelievingheart.tateauthor.com. Rich, for those people who may not really understand stress, how how can how can stress affect our lives?
4: Well, to me, uh, looking at it from even the perspective of my book, which Treasures of the Believing Heart is a focus and study on core values, principles, and Mm -hmm. purpose, a lot of it, uh, stress, to me, is is also you could put in the form of temptation. Um, But, you know, when we look at stress, it can come from ourselves, and it can come from others. And again, to me, it's, it's, it's not so much what's happening on the outside, it's what we're registering on the inside and how we deal with it on the inside. And so to me, uh, when we talk about stress, it's how are we built on the inside to handle the things coming mm-hmm. at us? And that's where I see that, you know, uh, one of the phrases in, uh, in my book is all our successes and failures are linked to the kind of treasures found in the believing heart. And a wise man once said, clean uh, the inside of the cup that the outside may be clean also. And so the point is, is that When we understand about what are the great core values that we could be having in our hearts to handle stress, these outside pressures, so when they do come at us, uh, we're actually able to continue forward with the things we want to do instead of being paralyzed and maybe react in ways we wouldn't because of the outside influence. And so uh, the greatest treasure, uh, chapter two of my book, um, is love more specifically the love of God. And when we have love as a great treasure to me, Rob, that's where something that, you know, we, 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 great songs have been written about love. Great poems. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I have gotten the the songs Jackie D Shannon wrote, put a little love in your heart. Mm -hmm. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. I don't know if you remember that oldie. I I sure do. But uh, to me, you know, when we really bring love into the picture, um, and because and, 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 we, we, think, we think of that as almost being weak or soft, but really that could be nothing farther than the truth. That's what's going to cast out fear. That's what's going to energize great power in our lives. And so that's what I try to bring to the surface. And so we can not so much, it's not the outside, we're not circumstance controlled, but we're conditioned by our own values and principles and truths.
2: So how do we go about changing that so that we're not as stressed as we are?
4: Well, I think what we have to do is really, you know, uh, prepare our own hearts. You know, Treasures of the Believing Heart is also about trying to develop peacefulness Mm
0: -hmm. in our hearts
4: and our lives. Now, that doesn't mean that if I'm at work or I'm being busy, I can't be peaceful. But the thing is, is that, like, we're talking about the holiday stress and all these things that, yeah, these are environments that are around us. But like I said, that our values, the things that are inside the cup, inside our hearts, they don't change. And we don't compromise on them. And so what I'm saying is, is, for example, you know, the holidays, we're, we're getting tugged at our hearts in so many different ways to please others. And that's a good thing. You know, God loves a cheerful giver. The key is, is we don't want to be a stressed out giver. <laughs> and uh, I think that's the key is we've got to recognize when we're getting pulled too thin. And uh, that's, that's just a self-checkup from the neck up. But sometimes you can find it in when, you know, all of a sudden you're you're running so thin, and you make poor decision-making processes. You know, we were talking here. I had a, a drive through the blizzard here today,
5: yeah.
4: <laughs> in in old Wyoming, and yet I was going to stay true to applying good principles of driving and not compromise. And if there was a bad situation, hey, you know what? I'm going to slow down. And 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 when we violate principle, realize there are consequences. So, Rob. I think it's coming back to some of the fundamentals that we do know, but what I try to bring bring about too is that, hey, you know what? Really, it's our core values at the end of the day that are writing the destiny of our lives.
2: How can our personality help us to grieve with unexpected loss then?
4: Well, you know, uh, when we have unexpected loss, especially when you talk about the holidays, mm-hmm. boy, that can really, really tug at your Target your hearts and yeah. so to me when we look at personality there's there's a lot of us who have uh strong personalities and a lot of different personalities uh, i think the thing is is to recognize the things that we are good at when it comes to personal loss boy there's just nothing especially if it's a close loved one uh, that really can set you off track and i think you know Uh, we as individuals have to realize that life does has challenges out there. You know, in the context, we're talking stress and that, you know, we don't real, we again, realize that, Hey, you know, part of my personality may be to react a certain way. um, But at the end of the day, my values are going to keep me in check. And so uh, I, I think they play a role, but at the same time, it's, it's an understanding that we don't have to always ride on our abilities and our personality, but that we can stay true uh, to values and how we respond to situations and tol- instead of totally, you know, uh, maybe getting into uh, actions and saying mm-hmm. things that we really didn't mean in, 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 in very, you know, uh, extreme uh, circumstances.
2: You know, you, you think about the holidays, you think of family, you think of togetherness, you think of that family meal uh, opening up Christmas gifts under the under the Christmas tree, watching the face of the children as they anticipate what Santa Claus brought them but there's the other side of the coin that there are many people who are alone at these times of the year who have gone through family family problems where mum and dad are separated how do how do you how do we cope with that rich?
4: Well, that's where I really think, and it kind of almost ties back to that personality uh, situation. We Mm -hmm. need to, we could all learn from being an optimistic personality, and no doubt, those are tough situations, and they're real situations. I even personally, I lived through some of that in my childhood, having parents uh, separate and divorce young. And what I do think is that, you know, one of the key aspects is having a really foundational understanding of the purpose of our lives. Purpose really gives us something to shoot for. Um and in the end of the day it, it's kind of tied in with hope and that hey, you know what? Whatever we find ourselves, if we're alone, uh or you know, we're not around with our loved ones, if somebody's serving in the military and out in another place, one of the key things that you can always do is you can always try to give and help others. And I think that's one of the big lessons and that's even what I try to point out in my book, is that, you know, we're not just here to always please ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when you take the focus off yourself, you find that your your problems become much smaller. And I think, you know, Rob, that's, that's one of the key aspects as we reach forward with good works. And it could be the smallest thing to helping uh, maybe an elderly lady walk from her car on a yep. icy path to the grocery store to, you know, you buy that gift uh or you know that neighborhood in the house uh, in the in the neighborhood this family is struggling and you you just went out of their way they didn't even ask and you bought a couple of kids a gift that's where i see the power love's power taking force into our communities and making them stronger and at the same time making our individuals stronger as they act and uh and do these kind of good works
2: Over the years, traditionally, these virtues and values were taught in school as well as at home and in the church. But it seems that as we've become so technological savvy, a lot of these values and virtues have been taught less and less and less.
4: And and, and that's kind of purpose I wrote this book. I I initially wrote it for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I think there's truth to that because we we see so many things around us that can dazzle the eyes and there's so many people with great abilities. Uh, and we, like you say, the media, the technology, uh, it can, it can really take the focus off these simple, these simple values. But I would say that a lot of people at the end of the day, uh, find themselves, uh, in our communities, uh, that these doors of opportunity are there. Maybe they're not taught as much as we'd like to be, but I would say, that anybody can always have the opportunity to give, give of their selves, give of their time, give of their plurality. And like you said, I think, you know, the self gratification aspect, that's the thing that I think with all the technology, it's, Hey, you know, I'm going to sit at this game and play this game boy for hours and hours where, you know, probably uh, you, our era in, in your era before mine, we went out with all the kids and played. That's right. Uh, there was more social skills involved. And I think that ties into it, Rob, that uh, we get isolated And, uh, I, but I do see the cycle where people do get lonely and, uh, they eventually start reaching out and getting out of their shells.
2: Yeah. You know, you've got Christmas time that is lonely for so many people who were, who are alone because of one event in their lives or, or many others. Maybe there was someone that they were very close to during their lives who they lost and their memories are of the Christmas before where they were spending time with this person. Mom and dad, like you were talking about before, mom and dads have split. Children are separated from either their mother, or their father, and in some cases, even their siblings. And then we look at what's coming right down the street. You know, February 14th, Valentine's Day. And whatnot. that's another day for people who are lonely, who get stressed, and... It seems that we are just going from one stage to the next. And then people don't realize, Rich, that grief is not only caused by the loss of someone, but it's all grief is caused by the changing of a job, the uh, uh, moving from one place to the next, going from one school to another. We live in a very complex world, a very complicated world that is that is changing the way that we perceived our own psychology because our psychology of the me is now being changed into the world of the hour. And this is hard for some people to change.
4: Well, you know, it's so true. And I I think, you know, this is where we as uh, a people looking at these circumstances. And that's where I really think, you know, we've got to look at these Mm -hmm. situations. And I mentioned this before, you know, the circumstances that can surround us can take a lot of different shapes and forms, but I think, you know, successful individuals who are consistently moving ahead with their lives and in even situations where they find themselves, like you said, alone, um, I think these are the, these opportunities for people to grow. And they're not realizing it. And um, and that's why it's great for them to hear us here on this radio station that, hey, you know what? I'm one of those people. Yeah. And I can change. And, you know, that's one great truth also that most people don't recognize with people who have great achievements. They are making adjustments constantly. And I, I remember, you know um, – uh, well, I remember reading your biography and how much you went through to be the great uh, personality and radio legend in the business. But that didn't just you just don't do the same thing over and over again. No. And you make you learn, you grow. And so to my point, back to these people that are challenged and challenged with all these different circumstances, again, coming back to hey, you know what, I've got to make a change. I'm sitting here thinking about myself all the time, or I'm stuck in this room. You know what, I could go down to that work kitchen and I could volunteer. Yeah. That would be my best point to somebody, is if you got too much time on your hands, there are more than uh, any community to, to give out and give of your abilities.
2: Rich, stand by my friend. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. XO Nation, Rich Wessenberg is our special guest. He's the author of a great book that I would strongly suggest for anyone as a great Christmas gift treasures of the believing heart Rich's website is treasuresofthebelievingheart.tateauthor.com we'll be back as we wrap up this hour on the other side of this break don't go away I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at
3: www.HolisticCancerFoundation.com.
0: Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free.
2: An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back to The x One, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, and I'd like to send out a couple of uh, votes of thanks uh, this this hour. I'd like to thank all the nurses and the doctors at the Hamilton General Hospital, Dr. Tam in particular. And I'd also like to thank the doctors and the nurses at the Henderson General Hospital Emergency Ward. Thank you very much. If you're hearing this message, you know why I'm sending it to you. But thank you very much. ExoNation, Rich Wessenberg is our guest, and he is a resiliency expert, and he's the author of the worldwide selling book, Treasures of the Believing Heart. Now, Rich's website is treasuresofthebelievingheart.tateauthor.com. Rich, with, with the amount of different religious philosophies that are now being found throughout North America. Does this also play in the stress values that we have? Because you know, it, when when I was a kid, it was you. It was you could say Merry Christmas, you could say Happy Easter, but now because of the the different religious kind the religious philosophies that are now in the United States and Canada, we're being told, well, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. It has to be Season's Greetings, and you can't say. Happy Easter anymore? It has to be, you know, spring break time. Does this also put stress on people?
4: Well, I think in some people's situations, again, that um, you know, uh, the political correctness of of our era,
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, heightened as it is, um, definitely can play a role into that. And I think the um, you know socially sensitive ish you know imp- impacts that we're kind of always cognizant of in this era we're a part of and not that it wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be considerate of others at any other day and time. I think it's just more prevalent. Yeah. And um, some people who can get stressed out by this particular situation, I, I think is, you know, you, you, know, you're so worried about what you're going to say. And again, uh, I, I think really we lose the importance of that. We really do care about people and, and, you know, people do make mistakes and we can make uh, say the wrong thing especially if there's a lot of different cultures we're around but yeah. no rob i agree with you that uh it, it is another area which in a simpler time we just didn't really um I, I don't think it came up as prevalent as we're dealing with today
2: well you know i've been doing the show for 25 years and as i was coming into the segment to cue it up I, I i had to be super careful on what i said and how i said it so i didn't offend anyone and and being in the media, you know this because you're you're on the Christian radio networks so right across you know the United States and Canada. Um, you just don't know which way to play it anymore.
4: Well, it's so true, and I, I think you know uh, we we really have to um, know our audience in, in a way. But most people aren't going to study that and if we're on family and friends for christmas and then but we get out in the public areas i think you know that is that that is going to you know make sure we're responding correctly especially when you brought up all the different religious denominations that can be out there and represented Uh, not everybody is going to recognize christmas as the national christians look at it you've got a lot of different people that have a lot of different uh, uh holidays and i think the key here is is we always got to treat each other with respect. And I think that would be the great thing to know is that whatever we do, and if it's not right, mm-hmm. I know the one thing is, is that when we do do it out of the right motivation, out of caring for others, even though we do make a mistake, you know, people are, are, are going to help us then yeah. pick, pick ourselves back up and address it correctly.
2: And that's what Christmas is all about.
4: Well, so true. And, and and that's 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 really what it is. You know, you talk about the brotherhood of man, man. and women. You know, <laughs> being culturally sensitive, yeah. don't leave anybody out. And uh, but the thing is, is we do love one another. We love our neighbors as sure ourselves. In the Christmas time, the big concepts. I think we can all agree on. Really, when you look at all the mass religions in the world, uh, in my thirty years being involved is that you can look at probably 98% of all the ethics and moralities are very common, and that we do love one another, and we do, you know, uh, a love a higher power. or, or and, and at the end of the day, we would be there to help somebody else. We'd be taking our coat off to keep somebody else warm. Yeah. You know, these are the values that the, the countries and nations of the world that bonds us together.
2: Let me ask you this question. Rich, you're in the media. I'm in the media. Do you think that the media has to take some of the responsibility and some of the blame for the heightened sense of political correctness that everybody is feeling these days when it comes to religious philosophies.
4: Well, there sure is a lot more than uh, in certain segments Mm -hmm. when when you talk about that, um, that I I think in a a simpler time, I I guess, you know, it, it just wasn't so so many varieties. And I think that could be with our technology because so many voices are being heard and that's not a bad thing No, that we can learn and be more uh, aware of everybody else's uh, views and, and, and their backgrounds. Uh, You know, just last week I was with an Indian tribe. Mm -hmm. They still, they celebrate Christmas. They celebrate, celebrate Thanksgiving. I was really surprised to hear all that. And, um, Uh, uh, well, on the Thanksgiving aspect of it and how they they did it. And so, uh, to me, it really shows how when we have really general, broad holidays, like national holidays, Mm -hmm. we can be respectful for one another and at the same time have our own personal beliefs.
2: You know, when I was a kid growing up in the Park Extension area of Montreal, which was the melting pot of Montreal, uh, going to elementary school at Barclay School, I remember our our teacher, Miss Bloomfield, who celebrated and taught us about all the different cultures and all the different religious philosophies throughout that year. No matter who or what you are, whether you're Irish, whether you're Pakistani, whether you're Hindu, Punjabi, from Ethiopia, from someplace in Africa, someplace South America, she brought the the cultural awareness and the importance of all the different cultures and how they work to make a great society to each and every one of us in grade three. You know, we had we celebrated the Hebrew holidays, we celebrated Chris, the Christian holidays, we celebrated, and were taught on the Islamic uh, holidays and rituals and spirits, uh, spiritual beliefs, and so on. And I think that this made us a lot stronger. As, as children back then instead of being alienated from everybody else's culture and belief,
4: oh so true what a great experience you had Rob I know for me it wasn't until yeah. I got in college and took a course like world religions and mm-hmm. got more involved in that but I, I, I couldn't agree with you more that it does make you stronger and and at the end of the day it, it to me uh we we as we learn more about each other uh instead of you know focusing on differences uh you find more that you have in, a lot in common, and that's where I think a lot yeah. of the things that are universal things like love, like respect, like honesty mm-hmm. you know uh these are things we all can rally around and then even if uh, the specific and learning how they celebrate and who they worship and their spirits, all these things like I said I was at the the Indian tribe and they talked about yeah. the great spirit and I learned about their dance i mean. These are just tremendous things that we all can learn from, and um, it, it does make us better, stronger people.
2: Here we are in the year 2016, and everybody's talking about exploring space, exploring here, going past uh, outside of the the solar system, like. And I figure, well, wait a sec, guys. Let's learn about each other here first. Let's learn about this great planet we're on before we take our ourselves out past the point of an old return, because we still have so much to learn here. And uh, it just boggles my imagination that we spend all this money on going into other planets and doing other things instead of, number one, taking care of the people that are here on this planet, feeding the hungry, curing the sick, making sure the homeless have homes and they're warm. And in my opinion, there should not be anywhere on this great big world of ours a homeless person or a child that goes to school hungry or thirsty. You know, let's take care of our own first. Whether whether you're in the United States, Canada, South America, Europe, wherever, people are people. And when you look at the big scheme of things, we're all on the third planet from the sun. And to this very day, we don't know if we're alone or not.
4: Well, so true. You know, these, these things that you discuss um, bring a, a greater importance to really mankind in general, mm-hmm. when we, when we look at, Hey, you know what, we've got a lot of needs here. Yeah. Uh, not that, you know, exploration in space and to consider all the different, uh, possibilities that are out there,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, to be limited minded is, 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 you know, uh, I, 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 I just think that wherever we have an opportunity to learn yeah. and, and get a, a new viewpoint, like you said from the beginning, as you, you get all those religious experiences, it gives us the opportunity, and what I think, too, is interesting, it's kind of like when I, when I see a lot of different art, um, new buildings or a new bridge, you, you know, I learn from something that might be a different angle that I never thought before, and even from my background, if whatever I choose to believe,
5: mm-hmm.
4: right, wrong, or indifferent, that was my choice, and yep. everybody's got their own choices, and the thing is, is that when somebody explains something— and all of a sudden, wow, that is really cool. I never thought of it that way. And then all of a sudden it takes something of your own personal uh, insight and it expands, expands your own uh, uh, way of thinking and being open-minded. And uh, I think that part of personal growth is a key to being resilient, as we're talking about, in stress, versus somebody who's going to be really narrow in their thinking. And I just don't see that as a fundamental truth that uh, is really going to allow you to reach your potential.
2: Rich, do we really need to be resilient to overcome stressful situations?
4: I think it's just a fundamental uh, uh, truth that, yes, we do. We need to be able to bounce back. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, call it what you will, having a, a strong spine in the backbone you know, we, we want to be able to take on situations. Everybody in this world, what it is in your job, school, we're going to face challenges. Now, however, you want to wrap it up and show it up in a stress, but I know I've got two teenage kids here, juniors and, and senior in high school, yeah. and they face stress with their exams as we're coming up. It's work, it's marriage, yeah. it's life. And so the point that I really think that the thing is, is that as we can develop a skill set with that to take on stress. Uh, we're going to be able to then be more uh, able to succeed in the things we're desiring in our lives versus caving in to stress and uh, caving in to opportunities that we look at challenges but really are opportunities for us to be bigger and better than we ever thought.
2: I've got about a minute and 30 seconds before I have to take my news break at the bottom of the hour, Rich. But do you think that the amount of data that we are inundated with 724-365 From outside sources, the news sources, the different media outlets, uh, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and all this instant communication, is this adding to our stress as well?
4: You know, in some ways it can be, Rob. Uh, I think sometimes, especially um, when we're trying to decide, I know my kids are pretty sharp with it as far as the younger generation, because there's so much information. I think one Mm -hmm. stress angle is, is this information actually true or not? Exactly. And that is part of it. There's so, yeah. And so there's just so much out there that you read something. um, I don't know about you lately here in the United States, you know, there'd be like some famous actor and said they passed away and then you click it and it's actually a way to get a virus uh, in your phone. So uh, yeah, we're, we're in a different time, different challenges, Temptation is the old tool of it, but uh, yeah, we face new things in this era.
2: Rich, please stand by. You and I have to take our break at the bottom of the hour for the news. Exxon Nation, Rich Wessenberg is our special guest, and Rich is the author of, all right, have your pencils, paper, Treasures of the Believing Heart, and his website is com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and Rich and I will be back on the other side of this break with the news As we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to amazon.com apply. That's
5: amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer.